told you, listen, when the photos came out, and this is no secret, it's no secret, but still, it is the evening. It is now 2047 Eastern Standard Time. I do what I say. I say what I'm going to do. And I told you all when the photos came out, which is probably not a secret to some of you, I was going to come back on live. And plus, I like coming on live different times of the day. I might come live 3 a.m. I might come live 8 a.m. I might come live any time of the day because that gives me an opportunity to also meet new people. And uh, throughout this course of time, we've met some pretty awesome people that are new to the channel. So big shout out to you for coming to the channel, supporting the channel, leaving great comments. But now we see in the entirety of what the W13 looks like, what W14B looks like. Excuse me, I'm acting like. Uh, Amar, what's up, Wildcat? Big fam, what's going on? So let's take a look at this car. Now that it is fully assembled, and I got to say, there is one funny image here. <laughs> this cannot be made up. <laughs> How funny is it that during the entire Ferrari situation of the supposed $40 million being offered to Lewis Hamilton, Charles Leclerc was even asked about it in the press conference about how he would feel if Lewis Hamilton was his teammate. And Lewis even made comments like, I guess people like making stuff up, but look, Ferrari and Mercedes right next to each other. Ferrari getting a prime view of the W14B in its entirety, all assembled and put together. And I wonder what they must be thinking. I don't know, but they got to be thinking like, yo, is this car going to perform? And that is also something that Charles even hinted to. Charles himself coming out asking like, yo, I think this is interesting. I want to know, is the Mercedes W14B going to perform? And being asked the question, does he think anything new is going to happen? Charles says, no, I don't think anything's going to happen new. Red Bull is still the fastest team to me. And if that is the case, nothing's going to change as far as this Monaco GP. Uh, he and others believe Red Bull will come in first. Even I believe that. I mean, up until now, we don't have reason to believe anything else because the RB19 is the fastest car on the grid, and those two drivers and Perez and Max have been basically racing each other up until now, and we'll see what happens going forward. But let's take a look at the new car. Let's take a look at the W14B, pretty much new suspension floor, aero package. There's a lot of new goodies in here, cooling systems, all that good stuff. But let's look at this thing, all right? So here are the side pods sitting at pit lane just for view. You can see a little bit more of that shoulder roll as it comes down to the down wash. Now, I do have a couple of other photos that will be shown so you can actually see the comparison of how deep the downwash sections are on the Aston and the Alpine. You will get to see that. And I'm telling you, it is a significant amount of difference of depth in those two variations of the Aston, the AMR23 and the A2523, according in a comparison to the W14B, if you got all those designations for these cars. OK, so let's go ahead and stroll through these. Look here. We see the engine covers and the side pods sitting together on their stands. And then we'll go into this image right here, car together. Now, what I do like to point out, look at the flick on that floor, okay? Because earlier we didn't have floor images. Now we do. Look at the flick on that floor right there, right there, if I can point it out, bow, right there. The flick on that floor is way more pronounced than the initial flick that was on the other floor for the W14 regular. That flick is way more aggressive than previously okay now they do still have these veins just up under here i'm gonna bring it in bigger just up under here where the amg logo is 
uh, just in the, the front leading edge of the halo, if you come down, those flicks, those little element bits are still there. Some people are questioning why those bits are still there because they served a purpose with the slim down side pod variation. Because remember, the inlet section was more vertical and came down into the floor. So those flicks kind of help condition airflow into those portions of that inlet side pod area. Well, that's not there anymore, but it still doesn't mean that those elements and those bits won't serve a purpose with the new W14B because still you want to condition airflow down into that floor. And also now what do you have? You have the undercut that so many of you were wondering if Mercedes was ever going to do. You have the undercut there. So there's no reason to get rid of it just yet. Let's see what the airflow does. Let's throw some flow viz on there first and see if that little element will indeed work in combination with the new side pod and the floor. If it provides enough conditioned airflow to also give us downforce, why do we need to remove it? I think it's a good idea to keep it now. And then if it doesn't work, we can remove it later. But if we remove something that indeed would have eventually worked with our new setup, then we just kind of set ourselves back. So I think it's good that they didn't remove that. All right. I think it's good they didn't remove it. So let's go ahead and go to the next photo. And as you see, they still got the floor side stay back there. OK, uh, as you see, they still got a pull rod system back there. Now, if you see a pull rod system, you're going to see it's going to come. Uh, from up where the tire is and run down into the body. A push rod system will be inverse. It will run up from the body and downward into the wheel area. And I know I'm going to use some of these terms because basically some people, not everybody is highly technical as Bryson. Okay. And even something, I try to make things a little bit more simply explained so people can understand some of the things, the technical things that are going on in the car. Like there's no reason to over explain it, but there's nothing simple about formula one. Let me be honest. Let me be transparent. There's nothing simple about the development and the engineering that goes into developing these cars everything is intricate everything is high everything is very complicated not everything some things are very complicated and as you see that's why progression is very marginal when they make these changes okay so then we'll go into the next photo right here uh right here you'll see this is the the W14 before the Bravo. Okay. So this is your, the inlet. And as you see more vertical, and as you see that bit right underneath the AMG was conditioning flow down into the open portion of that inlet. But as you see right here, that's no longer the case, but still that element or that little bit or that canard, whatever you want to call it, may condition airflow to add for downforce into the floor and then right there with the undercut so like just go ahead and keep it don't move it like let's not let's not complicate things any complicated than they already are uh it could also be known that maybe the the um suspension update would have worked with the slim down side pod but i think mercedes are like we're done with this maybe they work on it back at the lab at some point in time maybe we see it again when they can completely understand it but as of right now mercedes have decided that we don't need to waste time we need to go ahead and get the ball moving and we also need to make our drivers happy and confident in what they can do on track and right now this car is not what they need in order to do the best job that they can do on track so right here, we can see the side pod more in combination with the floor. So we do see a bit of an undercut there and some flow, a little, uh, I'll just call it a channel right there. Also, you see a little bit right here on the leading edge of the floor right there uh, where you see the AMG and that other little bit, you see that conditioning airflow as well. So we're going to see how that's going to work. I'm telling you, I think we should. If we don't see flow viz, I'm going to say this right now. If I don't see Mercedes running flow viz at FP1, 
That's a problem. Okay. That's a problem. Listen, you're already going in a direction that majority of the grid is already in. Okay. You just have a different variation in yours is, you know, has its wrinkles. But there's no reason to try to hide anything right now. You need to get it. Nobody's worried about trying to copy or take what Mercedes has until they see this car work. Don't spare any expense. Throw flow flizz all over this damn car tomorrow. I want to see because I want to see some flow patterns. I want to see if there's going to be blotches, if we're going to see good streams. Are we going to see uh, gaps in there? OK, to see that the air is actually detached from areas they don't want. So, yeah, flow visit up, Mercedes. Don't don't waste any time on that. So then let's go to this one right here. Boom, car, Ferrari sitting right there looking as well. Mercedes and the team look happy to see this car coming out. They're very excited. I think a lot of people, even I am excited to see what's going to happen because this is engineering. This is development. This is innovation. And I think it's already always something to be said when you see something new or something such of a big magnitude of a change come, you want to know what's the outcome going to be. It's not even to say you support Mercedes. Are you support Lewis? Are you support Russell? Are you like Toto? It's really to say, is something new going to work or is it going to fail? Either way it goes, you're interested in seeing that outcome. So you don't necessarily have to be a fan of Mercedes or a fan of Lewis or a fan of Russell. You just have to be a fan of the sport. You have to be a fan of seeing if things are going to be progressed and if they are progressed in what direction is the sport going and growing. So that's what's exciting here. OK, so don't get it twisted. So next thing we're going to look at. So like you can see uh, the suspension here, the front nose area. Uh, the floor, all of this stuff, the the cannons look great up there. The cannons look great. Now, remember, there's nothing really underneath that. It is strictly for aero. Will we see the cannon section of this car change later? It's quite possible. I already told you that I think the downwash channel of the side pot is going to get a bit deeper as they start understanding more of this car. I do think some of the elements up here or underneath the rear, the side view mirrors will change. And I think maybe underneath the side pod where the floor joins, I think that's also going to change some. Things are going to change as Mercedes start to understand more about this new W14B and how to progressively make it better. Mercedes never forgot how to build a championship car. They made a mistake. They admitted to their mistake. They stood up for their mistake. And this is an action showing that they're trying to make right what they did wrong. And you got to salute that. Okay, anybody that can come to you and truly apologize and leave it as apology, not an apology and make an excuse and go back and do the same thing. You need to give them credit for trying to move forward and make change. And that's what Mercedes is doing right now. They're trying to make change. They put their foot where their mouth is and now they're trying to put their money where their mouth is and hopefully they don't breach the cost cap doing this. I don't know how far in depth this put them as far as the cost cap and how much money they have allocated to this season to make changes going forward. We don't know that yet and we're still going to be waiting for the cost cap certificates to come out at a later date. So let's move forward. Here we go. A full on side view, full on side view of the W14B does look sexy. Look at that. That floor, those flicks look something like a stingray. OK, they look something like a stingray going through the Caribbean waters. That flick is very sexy and appealing to me. All right. The car in its still carbon black phase is very sexy. appealing. The width of those tires is sexy and appealing. 
Overall, they still have a very sexy and appealing car. I still like the slimmed down version. I like the W13, the W14, and I like the W14B. I like the Ferrari. Okay, I do like the RB19. I like the Aston in its new form, kind of mimicking the Alpine and Ferrari. I like Alpine's car. I like Alpine when it runs a bit more pink, but still, it's still a very nice looking car. They're just not performing well right now. They're not the best of the rest. They're starting to fall to the last of the rest, but they're going to need to get up on their game. For a full on side view of the W14B, you can see what's going Going on there you can see that the engine cover coming down to meet the side pod side pod meeting the floor basically overall view of what we've been waiting for days to finally see what's going on all right so let's go ahead and move forward on this the nose section as you see they still got some some fins and some bits there you get to see the anti-dive uh suspension right there that's a very good view of that the brake ducts for the cooling of the brakes you still see now i do want to point out this one thing that you do not see that I thought we would see were those air gap, uh, plane gap separators. I thought we would see that. We don't see it. All right. We do not see that. Okay. I thought they were going to bring those in uh, like Ferrari did because it's now legal in the regulations. I thought we were going to see those slot gas separators and we don't see them. Now, technically, the, the regulation reads which made them now legal. Now, remember, Mercedes back at Coda brought them out and they had them on pit lane. I think they even tested it on the car, but I don't think they made a free practice. I don't know what they made with it, but it didn't really count against something. So uh, they were able just to take them off. They ended up taking them off. And you saw later on, you could still see the silhouette of where they were. But then regulations were changed because it was all about the primary use. And the primary use, so-called, if it was for the slot gap separators, the secondary use indeed did not void or make it illegal so ferrari brought it back in the 2023 season mike elliott was asked about it if we would see him again he said we possibly could at this point we still do not so will at some point mercedes bring the slot gap separators back into the w14b now that they're legal and if they will actually serve a good purpose for them I don't know how well they're working for Ferrari. Ferrari haven't made a lot of comments about their slot gap separators and if they've really done something magical for them. And Mike Elliott even said that there wasn't like a big uh, or even a, it didn't even really sound like it was much of an advantage to have them. So I'm waiting to see if eventually are we going to see those slot gap separators make their way back into the W14B. So that will be interesting if that does happen. So you don't see that there. That's something I definitely want to point out that I thought would be there, and it's not. Uh, you see the P-Tot. You see all the uh, canards or the fairings that that uh, that we are calling them now. So this is a very interesting thing. The nose looks very sleek, and you still see that they have the boomerang incorporated. So that's something that is definitely still there. Let's move on to the next. Here's a nice quarter shot of that side pod with the engine cover on with those cannons running down the backside of that W14B. And doesn't that look great? Team Viewer is a very good logo to be there right now, like Team Viewer, because we're viewing a lot right now, okay? and I think I think it's honest. I need to point this out. The Red Star for Nikki Lauda. Salute to Nikki Lauda. They named the street out of after Nikki Lauda. Is to say some things probably uh, should have been done had Nikki been around. Okay, and this is not Miami, so forgive that right there. It's not Miami. This is clearly Monaco. That is not the Miami variation. So just never mind the font down there. But yeah, let's move forward with the rest of these images. Also, we'll see right there, and definitely this is not Baku, but uh. We'll see that the back quarter shot of this is very interesting. And this is where we're going to kind of compare uh, the other 
downwash sections of the side pod of the S. And I would like to point out that wall is steep right there. That is a steep wall that runs down from the engine cover, from the cannons all the way down to the floor. So even still, Compared to the Aston and the Alpine, there's less surface area of the side pod here on the Mercedes than it is on the SF23, on the AMR23, and on the AT523, and we will see those images right here. Look at that. Look how deep the downwash section is on the Aston Martin. Look how deep that is. That is crazy. That is crazy deep, all right? That is a very deep downwash section. I mean, look at that in comparison to the Mercedes. That, it almost makes Mercedes' little small valley look like nothing. Like, it makes it look like it ain't even there. Like, it doesn't even look like a downwash anymore. When you look at the Aston Martin, I mean, that is deep as hell. That is a very deep downwash section. That's, I love curvaceous. I love curvaceous, so I'm not hating it. Aston's design is very attractive to me, but I'm just pointing out that that is a very deep. So what I have told you, y'all do, bombshell, this is the real car. The Spec A was simply the car from last year, and now it's time to show what Lewis really has under him. Let's go. Now, big shout out to y'all do for the Super Chat working on the VIP box, fam. Now, I will say this. This is something else I wondered. This is something else I wondered. All right, now, be, because it's going to be interesting. Did indeed Mercedes do as they said they were going to do? They said they were going to go ahead and they were looking to move Lewis's seat position further back, okay, so that he can be more intact with the feel of what the rear of the car was doing. They're so far forward, it just feels like, just imagine if you were, if this pin was your car, okay, and they had your seat position right here. Everything that you feel is all in the front. Everything translated from the rear is late. Are you never really ever gather that to feel to make information on how the car is doing for you to counter react, right? So what Lewis wants to do, Lewis wants to be further back in the car so he can have a good split of how the car is doing. So he could be more in tune with the rear of the car and how it's moving around. Now, he's done a great job. And we've seen Lewis almost lose the rear and gather it up really fast. So imagine his reaction time if he was further back and that information of what the rear of the car was doing could reach him sooner and he could feel it a lot sooner. He could react to it sooner. And now he's overall feeling a bit more of what the car is doing. That's important to a driver, okay? I said this much. Oh, Galacticus Merc looking more like the spec car from day one. I feel you, bro. I said this as much uh, even when it came to Perez. And they were building two cars basically to fit Max Verstappen. I said, just make Perez's car more to what his driving style is, period. He's driving it. It's not like you have to change the overall design of the car. I get it. We're trying to make the car, the RB19, fast. No matter what variation that is, Perez just, ha just have to know. You need to make the car more personalized to him outside of overall aero package. And now what Mercedes is doing is doing just that. Hopefully I'm wondering, I, they haven't made mention to it yet. So I'm wondering if they are, but if they have, that just shows the support that Mercedes is giving their drivers. Russell doesn't mind being further up in the cockpit. Russ uh, Lewis wants to be further back in the cockpit and they're going to make those changes. And besides Russell and Lewis Hamilton are so different in body stature that you're already making a big change anyway for a car that doesn't fit two people, period. So let's go ahead and look into this. Now, this is the Aston. Now, look at the look at the Alpine. Alpine's even Alpine's downwash section, not nearly as as deep as Aston's. 
but definitely still deeper than the Mercedes. Definitely still deeper than the Mercedes, okay? So that in itself, and their cooling, cooling louver package is ridiculous. That looks like the gills on a great white shark right there. And then you come over here, you got the cooling louvers on the Aston Martin looking very subtle like air conditioning vents in, in your normal household. And then you got same similar situation here, not normal type cooling louver package, but the cooling louver package on the Alpine is crazy galactic as lewis hamilton drives by his cheeks move the seat back so he can get his butt in there you know what i'm saying you got to, you got to get his ah he got to settle in you know what i'm saying settle in and get in that pit and, and ride it out so it's going to be a very interesting thing we all listen if i'm telling you right now this free practice session coming up is going to be even more exciting for a moment anyway than testing was when the season first started everybody everybody i don't care if you're a lewis hamilton fan a mercedes fan or not everybody is going to be on edge waiting to see what's going to happen with the w14b is it going to prove right or is it going to consistently prove wrong because right now mercedes have consistently been wrong and trying to dig themselves out of hope blue diva will max make sure he gets payback regarding perez hey you know that that's a real question too that's a real question too uh, I also want to know where Perez finishes at Monaco, right? Because we already know if you're not familiar with the situation that took place Monaco, uh, when Max went and just did a horrible job at being a teammate in Brazil and didn't follow team orders, then claimed and lied that he was going to give Perez full support in Abu Dhabi so that they can pull up the one and two in the drive in the constructor championship or the one and two in the driver championship would have made Perez two. Uh, he didn't do that, all right? And then there was a situation in Brazil, and then what they did to kind of make everything seem not as bad for Max's reaction, they blamed Perez saying that he purposely wrecked his car in Monaco to sacrifice or basically hinder Max's performance, which would have put him in a pole, would have given him an opportunity to pole, and it didn't happen. And Perez actually, I believe, won that race. And there were several other things that came out. Max didn't sell, didn't congratulate him. He, I don't even know if he parked his car there. Uh, he walked right by him. It was very ugly. It was something that just consistently didn't look good. So now that we're back in Monaco, I'm just giving you a little bit of backstory on as to what Blue Diva may be talking about, if I'm correct on what she's talking about. Now we're in Monaco. What are we going to see? Two RB19s that have been basically battling it out for the the season duration of the season up until now. We're not even halfway at the season, but they've been battling out because they're only two drivers that can battle each other with the fastest car on the grid. What are we going to see in Monaco? That's going to be interesting. Okay, we already saw F2 had its its blips. All right, if you didn't watch F2, you didn't know F2 had its blips. So I'm wondering if we're going to see some red flags even in FP sessions, even leading up to qualifications for Monaco for F1. So stay tuned for that. So like I was saying, downwash section, bit more bulge, especially in the Alpine Galacticus. Nui is going to look at the Mercedes car for hours now. I do not doubt that. I do not doubt that Nui will be studying the W14B definitely on track. He's probably going to be looking at data more on that car if he can, more so than his own RB19, because he wants to know, have they done something? Now, also, I did get some pictures of the RB19 floor. All right, so that was pretty, their floor looks pretty nice. I mean, I know a lot of people, if you see the underside of a floor, you're kind of like, eh, it doesn't look like a lot, but it is, okay? Because 
those veins, those channels, all of that stuff matters deeply, okay? How that air comes in, how it's conditioned underneath, and how it leaves out the back. And we all know Red Bull is credited for their rear diffuser and their beam wing section as far as the quote-unquote fake triple DRS. It's not triple DRS, but they definitely have found a way to not stall the car, but basically to keep the car from stalling at maximum down, well, let's say optimal, not maximum. Let's say optimal downforce, because if it stalls, then it pops back up and that's when you get porpoising but what they've done is they've been able to develop red bull i'm talking about a diffuser system a beam wing and a rear wing that all work together that when that car reaches downforce it stays in a place where it's consistently being pressed down but it doesn't go over the mark to stall out and that's something else that Red Bull need to be credited for an Adrian Newey more so than Red Bull. So Adrian Newey for Red Bull by way of Red Bull. So will other teams be able to kind of take a concept of that and build it themselves? We'll see. If anybody can, it should be Ferrari, Aston, or Mercedes. I'm not really too, you know, confident about Alpine, Haas, uh, Alfa Romeo doing anything, Williams doing anything as far as to this. So we'll we'll see what happens. But yeah, I think, you know, those top four teams are definitely going to be trying to do their homework and find a way that they can reach optimal downforce without going into stall. All right. So, yeah, there we go. You know, the Mercedes is out. As you look at that, that downwash section, look at it from that angle and then and then check out the Alpine. Now check out the Aston. That's crazy deep. That's crazy different. That, that 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 ain't even nearly the same. Okay, that downwash section is crazy. But anyway, uh, this is what we got. I told you all, once I got those photos, I would come back on. Of course, you know, I had to take care of some other things. And and like I said, I thought it was very funny that they are right there by Ferrari with all the news that's been popping about Ferrari trying to offer Lewis Hamilton. Is it really real? I don't know. Uh, Lewis said that, you know, people like to make up things. He even called out one of the uh, article or one of the report journalists that were there that had written the story as to that much. And Charles didn't want to, didn't, he didn't deny it, but he definitely said that. And I think that's something important to be said that Charles answered the question, Uno, what's up? Bless everyone. Let's see how hungry she be now. That's what I'm saying. Charles answered that question correctly and right. All right. He answered it very well. It was asked to Charles, what would you feel like having Lewis Hamilton? Or do you think he would be a better teammate or whatever the case is? And Charles basically, you know, he didn't want to discredit Carlos and he didn't. He didn't want to disrespect his team or his current teammate. And he didn't. But still, he told the truth that basically any team or any driver. And I, I don't know if this is exactly true because I don't count Max Verstappen in for that or even Alonzo would be happy because we saw Alonzo wasn't happy to have Lewis Hamilton as a teammate. He tried to sabotage Lewis Hamilton's car by passing out money to mechanics to do so as well as other things. OK, so uh, minus those two, Charles was like would be speaking for himself, would be happy to have Lewis Hamilton as a teammate. One, he's the best in the game. You will learn a lot, of course, from that guy. So, yeah, I would be happy to have him, but I'm happy with my current situation. So big shout out to Charles for answering that question the way he did with respect, integrity and not disrespecting either or side. Lewis Hamilton or Carlos Sainz, which he shouldn't. I think he did a great job doing that. So, yeah, that's what we got. W14B. Now we're waiting to see what does it do on track? That's the next that's the next box to check off on track. Good pace. Check. All right. Q3 made it out. Top four. Top three car. Check. All right. Now, race day. 
on pole, on, on position on the grid, do we elevate from there? Can they progress from whatever position they are on the grid at least several spots up to finish the race? I would like to see a podium finish or at least top five for both cars. Check. That tells you monumental progress has been made, even though you might see minuscule intent. That still is a lot, okay? Talking about two very talented drivers and one driver in Lewis Hamilton that is the GOAT, the greatest in Formula 1 history, the most accomplished. All the records say it. it what he's done, seven-time world-time champion, tied with Michael Schumacher at the point in time. Of course, we won't talk about Abu Dhabi 2021, trying to let bygones be guy bygones, but it's never going to be a bygone. It's going to be remembered forever. Just remember that, okay? You're going to have to you're gonna have to face that forever. All right, so we'll see what happens this weekend. I will be live. Somebody asked if I was going to be live. Yes, I'm going to be live Saturday. I might be live tomorrow. We're definitely going to be live Saturday and Sunday. No questions. Okay, unless something unfortunate happens, which I hope it doesn't, I will be here with you all Saturday and Sunday. So be here with us as well. Be here for the quality watch. Don't forget, cop the merch, Purple Sectors Lifestyle down below, the hat, the coffee mugs, the shirts. Order you some of that. Get you some of that Purple Sectors Lifestyle. Living my best life. You're living your best life, and that's what we do here at the Wolfpack fam. So uh, other than that, we do have a new VIP member. I want to show that real fast because I didn't want you to see the name. I didn't want you to see the name, but we got a new VIP member we're going to present on Sunday. They will indeed get their VIP box. It's going to come with their goodies. So, yeah, somebody new has got a VIP box. So, yeah, we're racking up VIP members. This is like this season. We've had the most VIP members ever, ever. So here we go right here. So, yes, Ferrari get a good look at the W14B, a good look at that Nicky Lauda Red Star, and a good look at what may be the very beginning of a now more successful season for Mercedes, okay? All right, come back tomorrow. Be here live Saturday and Sunday for sure, and I'm going to make race day waffles. I will post them. I will give you some options to see what you think, kind of what kind of waffles you think I'm going to make, and then you decide, and then I'll post a picture of the waffles prior to the race so you can see what I'm munching on for breakfast, and then we'll be here live, all right? So peace, love, y'all be careful.